This is the Funville Nine, driven by AAA, the official podcast of the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Here's your host, Trey Wilson. Hello and welcome to today's Flying Squirrels pregame conversation. On today's episode, I got a chance to catch up with Flying Squirrels infielder primarily, occasional outfielder Carter Aldretti. He's having a great week in Harrisburg. He had a couple of home runs, his first two of the season, and we had a chance to talk about uh, a little bit of his background growing up playing sports, uh, going to Arizona State. Uh, we talked about his time with Team USA for a day back in spring training, getting to play alongside the basically dream team roster that Team USA had for the World Baseball Classic this year during an exhibition game against the Giants. That and much more. Here's my conversation with Flying Squirrels infielder Carter Aldrich. Today our guest is Flying Squirrels infielder Carter Aldretti, occasional outfielder as well as uh, all the players these days, of course, getting those utility roles in, showing off that athleticism. Carter, thanks so much for taking some time to chat. Thanks for having me. Let's go back to growing up as an athlete. and uh, You're from a family of ball players. your dad, your uncle, your sister, an accomplished softball player as well. What in the world is in the water that y'all were drinking out there? A lot of competitive juices were in the water, I would say. Um, from the day I can remember being able to throw a baseball or swing a bat, you know, it was wiffle ball in the backyard, it was basketball outside, it was everything. It was competitive. It was, uh, it was definitely a great environment to become competitive because you had no other choice. So that's how my childhood was, and I'm thankful for it because it's helped me today. Now, outside of baseball, were there any other sports that you played uh, organized? I know you mentioned playing some basketball and things like that, but were, did you get involved with other organized sports growing up? Yeah, I played, uh, I played all three sports growing up, baseball, basketball, and football. Um, if, uh, if you met me a couple years earlier, all of my friends would have told you that I thought I was going to play in the NFL for the longest time. I wanted to play quarterback, um, and once I realized, you know, that wasn't going to work out, I uh, focused on baseball my senior year of high school and put all of my eggs in one basket for the first time in my life, and it's been great ever since. Well, you did get drafted by the Red Sox out of high school. Was it a tough decision to say no to that? It was pretty late in the draft. Probably made the decision a little easier. But was it a tough decision to say no and go on and head off to Arizona State? It was not a tough decision, actually. The draft plays out differently for everyone. Um, once you realize your slotted value that you were asking for, or you're not going to get, you kind of, you know, you say, all right, I'm going to school, which is great. Met some of my best friends in life at school. And, um, but the decision not to sign out of high school was a no-brainer. Obviously, I went super late in the draft. Actually, funny, when they called me and told me they drafted me, I asked them why. <laughs> said, you wasted a pick, like you could have took a senior that could, you know, maybe help your team. I don't know. But long story short, it wasn't a hard decision. And uh, going to Arizona State was one of the best experiences of my life. And I met some lifelong friends and family, actually, at that point. So I'm happy with my decision. Yeah, Arizona State pretty unique in that they are such a storied baseball program. So many great ball players have gone through there, and even today, you, you, it's hard to see a team in this league without some, seeing somebody that played at Arizona State, and particularly with the Giants. You come over here with your old college teammates, R.J. Dabovich and Hunter Bishop, and you know Spencer Torkelson was in the league a couple of years ago. Does that help with kind of the comfort easing into pro baseball when you're like you look around and you see? a lot of the guys that you were so close with trying to fight the same battles that you are and work their ways up up the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. And that's just, that's the expectation that comes with attending Arizona State. You know, 
we go there, we're expecting to get drafted. We're expecting to play, you know, professional baseball and hopefully obviously make it to the big leagues and stay there for a long time. But our core group of guys that we had at ASU when I was there, everyone was so motivated just by each other. We were all so competitive just because everyone wanted to outwork each other, which generally made us all better. And I think that's going to help us in our future in professional baseball as well. Well, as you climbed up the minor league ladder last season, a great year with Eugene, earned yourself a later season call-up to AA to get your first shot in the Eastern League, first shot with Richmond. Uh, so now going into 2023, is there anything that those five or six weeks, or whatever it was, last year with the Flying Squirrels helped you kind of have a little bit of an understanding of what this level's like and how to have some success when you came back to start this year? Absolutely. And people all over the Giants organization have told me that experience is everything in this Eastern League because it's a really tough league to play in. Everyone that's played in it knows that. Um, But, yeah, I'm just thankful that I got to spend a little time here last year just to get my feet wet. And now hopefully this year I could just, you know, go out there and put together a a great season. You're having a good week this week, of course. Uh, First homer of the season on Tuesday. Yesterday, taking one the other way out to right field. So it seems like you're not only hitting the ball well, you're not only hitting it hard, but you're hitting it using the whole field, using left and right and center and kind of spraying it all over the place. Is that uh, an intentional part of what you wanted to do coming into this year? Absolutely. I mean, I just want to put together good at-bats and, you know, swing it as many strikes as I can. Um, anything else after that, I could live with the result. So back in the spring, let's go back to March, uh, spring training. You got a chance to do something that was pretty unique, a little bit strange probably, playing against the Giants during a Major League Spring Training game as a member of the Team USA World Baseball Classic team. For those who don't know, sometimes uh, during spring training they'll have you have the non-roster invitees, but then they'll add some players from minor league camp who come over to uh, the big league side to, to kind of sprinkle in throughout the game. And every year when they do the World Baseball Classic, uh, the teams that are training close to other teams, I've seen guys play for the Dominican Republic and some of those teams, but you got it to be on what is arguably the most talented Team USA team ever assembled uh, at Scottsdale Stadium against the Giants. Where you got to be teammates with Mike Trout and Mookie Betts and some of those guys for a night, and you got to come in for Trey Turner how cool was that experience for you and all the other guys who got to be a part of that? It was the most amazing experience a baseball player could ever have. I mean, it felt like I was walking on the field in Cooperstown, which I basically was because that whole team's a Hall of Fame team. Um, you know, there's probably $10 billion worth of players on that team. And for us to just witness how they go about their business and how they get ready for the games, they're, they're so normal but they're so ahead of us at the same time that it gives you, it definitely gives you hope, but it like, it definitely makes you realize that like they're this good for a reason and to be on the same field with them everywhere you look, like you were starstruck. And I just remember walking into the locker room and seeing Mike Trout just sitting there and he just looked at all of us and he was like, what's up guys? You know, gave us knuckles or whatever. And he was just so cool. He went about his business after, you know, as the game went on, they're coming back to the dugout after that bat, saying the exact same things we say when we come back in the dugout. So it definitely gave me hope to, you know, like I could play at that level. But at the same time, you realize that they take this game serious and they're great for a reason. So it was a great experience for me. And it was just like a kid in the candy store walking around in Cooperstown. It was the greatest experience I could. I can't even put it into words. 
Yeah, there's got to be a little bit of you go into it and you, you really are supposed to act like you've been there. And the, the, the plan, the, the hope is that down the road, these guys are going to be your opponents and your peers and, and you know, the, the way that things shake out, maybe your teammates. But having so many players of that caliber in one place at one time, it's got to be a little hard to not be starstruck and just go about your usual business. But it sounds like that you had a pretty, did a pretty nice job of settling in and saying, OK, yeah, this is just baseball. These guys are just doing the same things that we do every day. Absolutely. And when it's when they called my name to go into the game, I replaced Arenado at third base. I went up to Nolan in the dugout and I said, hey, man, I got you. He was like, go out there. Good luck. You know, do your thing. Just like a normal spring training game. And to be on the field with them, for them to treat us the same way they treated their teammates was really cool. Well, that was fun to watch. I was in the stands for that game, and uh, it was also cool after the game. I remember the, the kids all crowding around, uh, getting autographs from, from some of y'all, and I remember seeing Mike Gigliotti and, and some of those guys out there. But it was awesome to see you, even though there was no name and number on the back of the jersey, which was a little goofy. It's, I've seen it in the, in the 2017 World Baseball Classic. the same thing. You get no name and number on the back. <laughs> But it was so cool to go out there and see you wearing that USA Baseball logo on the hat and on the, uh, and on the jersey. Did you get to keep the hat or anything? We walked away with the hat and the hat only. <laughs> yeah. But you have a souvenir now and a story. And hopefully you're going to have a lot of stories down the road from long baseball career. But that one, it's, even the guys who have 20-year careers in the big leagues, I don't know if they can ever say they got to be a part of a roster like that even just for one day. Yeah. You know, it felt like... We were just a fly on the wall for the dream team. Yeah. And it, and it, you know, it's exactly what it was. Well, off to a great week. Hope to see you keep it up. Thanks so much for taking some time to chat. Uh, and we'll catch up again sometime soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me.